inside of you, there is immense untapped potential. It's often hidden and unrecognized, leaving us to believe that we are only who we know ourselves to be on the surface. However, you are more than your personality. You are more than the current skills, traits and qualities you carry. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. Blood for trauma! Trauma! Blood for trauma! Trauma! Blood for trauma! Trauma! It's showtime. Good morning. Welcome to Season 4 of Blunt Force Drama. We are back after a short hiatus, uh, rearranging our schedule, getting our shops uh, canceled, we're being blacklisted <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Uh, on, on every avenue, so we're trying to um, pivot, right? We're changing course. Not going to be stopped, Matrix. Yeah, we're just, we're like water, right? We'll flow around it. All, be all like water, my friend. Bruce Lee. Yeah, so stand by for links to our, you know, shops and socials. Uh, there might be some minor adjustments. Etsy uh, canceled us after like a day. Well, I didn't even do anything. <laughs> so like all the all the same shirts are on here. What the fuck? Anyway. Yeah, so we'll have some uh, sweet swag uh, coming sweet up. Sweet swag. I'm gonna name it that. After I come back, Etsy. Yeah. You're not gonna stop me, We're bitch. Coming for blood. Okay. Uh. Now, today we're going to start off this new stint with human achievement. Look at all we've achieved, right? Uh, I, the question is, why do we aspire? Why do anything? What, what about mankind pushes us to be better? I don't know, because I know a lot of people that don't and aren't. Me personally, like, I've always been kind of, like, good at stuff, you know, especially physical stuff. And I pick things up really fast. So there's never been anything that that I just, like, couldn't do, you know? My son's kind of like that with, with athletics. Like, he hates school, just like I did. Mm -hmm. I was never an academic until sort of recently. You know, I never wanted to, like, know things. I just wanted to play football and smash people. But yeah, you yeah. still wanted to smash them better. Right, there was still the drive. To, I wanted like, to be the greatest masher ever, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, so I was always good at stuff, especially physical, you know. So it just kind of came naturally to me. I didn't have to really like strive hard. It was just there, you know. Yeah, I think the good thing about physical prowess is that it's such an easy metric to measure, right? You yeah. lift more this week than you did last week. You you know push out this many reps. That's all sports is, is just reduced down to statistics now. Yeah. I never, like, wasn't natural, though. You know, I was, like, never so in it that I was like, I need to take roids and get way better. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, I actually went to the gym yesterday. or Two days ago. Two days ago. Tuesday, right? And uh, some of the, you know, I go to the boxing gym, help the kids and stuff. I don't really work out when I'm in there. I just kind of show them thing mm -hmm. you know so they're over there doing like a lift off or some shit like oh man i just lifted 225 i was like so <laughs> you know they're like oh man you're old you can't do it so i hit it once and then it kind of like it was like oh I wonder if i can still hit 405 mm -hmm. so i got it one time 
tore my fucking chest to pieces, but I did it, you know, and I was like, damn, man, I haven't lifted this much weight in 20 years. Yeah, that was the weight of your pride tearing. I haven't, well, I mean, my muscles are like, what are we doing? But then it's a mental thing, like, right. don't give up, you know, and it's kind of my whole message for them is like, don't quit, because then it's you that beat you, not the weight, not the other person. You quit, you lost because of yourself. You know, anytime you're doing something, sports-wise, I think, even on team sports, you know, you're kind of competing with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you try to be better than the last time. And when you're in the boxing ring, there's a person that you're fighting, but especially for like me and my son, because he has the same mental problems that I have, I guess. Right. Uh, he uh his his own head gets in the way you know he knows what to do he just his emotions get the better of him and then he he doesn't like box anymore he just yeah. street fights cuz mm-hmm. he gets pissed I'm like dude you got to you know i mean were you there when the fucking freaked out on the customer no i was i was mia but yeah in in sports like that when it becomes a sport, right? You have to divorce yourself from the emotional aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a fight. You're not fighting in the street. You're not fighting for survival. Mm-hmm. It's a sport at that point. You know, you're scoring points with punches. You're trying it's a, it's to a contest. contest. Not a fight. Yeah. Contest. Um, even though it feels like a fight when you're getting punched in the face, but the point is to not get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, and I'm trying to like, instill that in him and and some of the other ones that don't have dads maybe i'm like you know just they'll be sprinting and they're like slowing down i'm like dude push through it man you only got two left you know even fat as fucking old as shit like i still don't have like a quit when i'm doing something Mm -hmm. i just continue to do it until it's done or i fall over (laughs) so either my body gives out or it gets finished but we have this obsession with doing better like do more with less um I, th- I think it's got to be. Well, some people do. Just, some people don't want to do nothing, or be better, or even try to help anyone. A lot of different aspects, but primarily, like you could play a video game. You want to be better at the video game, right? There's reward for doing better. You want to cook food better because it tastes better, right? Yeah, there's an interesting <clears throat> part to that. Um, like when you play a video game, right? Especially like something where you're like the hero or whatever, mm-hmm. <clears throat> then uh, you start out weak as shit, you know? If you go, like, you play like Fallout, you go to the hard part first, you just die. So you have to level up your character by doing tribulation, you know, hard yeah. stuff. Yeah, they call it a progression system. <clears throat> yeah. Ascending, getting better there's, and better. There's a lot of people in the world that, like, online, they're, like, the baddest thing on the planet, but in real life, they're just fat slobs that never get off the couch. I've never really understood that. And don't get me wrong, I play video games and I like my dude looks way better than I do in real life, but like some of the things I'm doing in the game I can still do. Just not you know. Yeah, but there there's still that drive there to do more. Um I think it's probably related to some sort of, you know, chemical release, right? We it feels good to do good to succeed at something. Yeah, like you get you a kick work back. out, you get you know, 
endorphins released and shit like that. Dopamine fix. Yeah, but even yourself, you're you're fighting a boss. You died fifteen times, sixteenth time you kill him. Just like, yes, there, I there's, told there's you, a, motherfucker. There's a there's a hit there for sure. Yeah, you Etsy. Know. Yeah, that's right, Etsy. Remember that shit. We're coming back, bitch. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you're playing a match, Call of Duty. You get a killing spree. You kill like twelve people in a row. You're you're riding on cloud nine. Uh, so it feels good to succeed. I don't think that there's any other creatures on the planet that have that right Mm-mm. like your dog's not to you know play fetch a hundred times to become better at playing fetch you know what i mean i don't think there's any other creature dolphins whales octopi primates any anything that is intelligent to some degree that we think of i don't think any creature trains like we do no not unless we do it for them Right, we like we, we train them, but yeah, they don't train with, themselves. And then in reality, they're just waiting to get the treat. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I do this, I'm going to get some food. That's what they're there for. Yep, we could maintain <clears throat> the status quo. There's got to be something about, we have a logical brain, so we see that repetition equates to more success. More success is greater chance for survival, and that's kind of probably the, the basis for it. Right, Brain rewards success, feels good to survive. And that's probably the base system that's set up, but it's worked its way into every aspect of our life. You go into any career field where you're always aspiring to get better, take your boss's job, you know, start in the fashion industry. You're like, you know, doing sketches or whatever, and then you want to become the CEO, the uh, Devil Wears product, you know, type of individual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no matter what it is, we have some some drives. It's usually related to what we like to do most. There's some things that are more fun and repetition than other things, for sure. Until you get canceled by Etsy. <clears throat> yeah. Fucking Etsy. Uh, and then there's other people that <laughs> really do just hug to that status quo and that lowest level of entry and effort feasible. I think uh, I'm kind of in the middle, especially at work. Like I don't want to work late. I don't want to do more. I mean, I have no issue helping people, but, like, I'm not going to do their job for them, you know? If they need help with their job, I'm like, all right, cool, let's do it, but, oh, hey, can you go do this? Well, ain't that what you're supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you didn't help me with my job, you know? And uh, so we were having a conversation about returns yesterday, and like, uh, one of the salesmen I was like, oh, why don't you just get them a computer and they can do returns? And I'm like, well, because I don't want to. Number one. Number two, like, we have three counter people, Mm -hmm. a dispatcher, and a manager, all that work in the office. Say, I don't work in the office. I do yard stuff. Are you going to come out while I'm doing returns and do Mm -hmm. yard stuff? He's kind of just looking at me like, oh. I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could do it. I right. could learn how to do it, but I don't want to because I work in the yard. And in the yard, you don't have a computer. There's a whole bunch of computers inside. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, a bunch of people in there that already know how to do it. They can do it, you know, because they're not going to come out here and do any of my stuff. Right. Uh, maybe it's not like that I don't want to. It's like 
I mean, kind of on like a macro that's just... <laughs> There's like a bunch of people that already do this. Yeah, it's sp- and, specialized labor and the division of labor. You've got so, yeah, X number of people that do this thing well. I'll do this thing well. There's two of us out here. There's five of them in there. You know, like, that's just the way that I look at it. Like, no, I mean, if there was one, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, can you... I mean, okay, maybe. I'll do it today, maybe tomorrow, but I'm not going to do it every day. Mm-hmm. You know, because I got my own shit to do. And I'm running around trying to make sure that the yard stays organized when it doesn't. Because there's a whole bunch of other people on the other end that don't want to help or do anything. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what the fuck, dude? It's weird to me because, like, I've worked in a lot of corporations, you know, and it's always like this. And every single one I've ever worked in, there's always, like, Two or three that don't want to do any more, just or, leeches, parasite. or help, or actually do their job. Mm-hmm. You know, even like just do the bare minimum of your job. I mean, it's kind of what I do. Yeah, you know, they, they I just noticed that they called it a quiet quitting. Yeah, that's a I'm like that's not what it is. I just don't want to do a bunch of shit for the same money. You want me to do extra shit and be all exceptional? Then I'm gonna need some more bread, bro. You know. So, the pay scale has to match the effort, to me. Yeah, I... I you are terrible I at this. I am the worst. <laughs> Fucking um, worst at this. Okay, I'll do it. Yes, daddy, I'll do it. Yeah. Doing deliveries till 9 o'clock at night when you're just a dispatcher. Uh, yeah, I have uh, very little chill. I, I don't allow myself a lot of uh, respite, and I've always had higher standards set for myself, and I've consistently failed those standards because they're unrealistic well i used to until uh i lived in the corporate world half of my life this is just like all aspects of my life you know playing video games always trying to be the best video game player you know what i mean if i'm writing i'm never happy with what i'm producing i'm always editing and going back in and changing things out uh when i used to do like parkour all the time Every, it broke my ankles because I was trying too hard. <laughs> yeah, almost almost every night I'd be out there, you know, one, two, three, four, five in the morning, uh, just jumping around buildings and practicing, you know, cat grabs and shit like that. But practice my, makes perfect, right? And I was always I was always fucked down to clown, you know, uh, and was was pushing myself a bunch, you know, prepping out for the Navy when I, I went to that program. I was working out every day for four to eight hours a day uh doing runs you know i do like two four eight twelves running miles and miles so at at your prime what what was your weight uh i think the strongest i ever was i was like 165 pounds i was pushing up just about 240 on bench and it's a lot i could run long time it wasn't the fastest but i mean i could do i did cross country yeah yeah i I did a marathon uh one day now look at you no, it was it was a marathon plus though because on the track I did the laps. I think it broke down to like 127 laps uh, on the the football field or whatever it was. Oh, like the the, the track right. around the football field. Yeah, it was, like, so, it was like 500 meters. I did like 127 of those. Or, I think four of those is a mile. Yeah, it was it was a lot. So Jeez, how many did you do? I I did, I did a full marathon. Oh, gee. She sneezes yeah. so weird. Yeah, everything's so weird. She's like, "Who to?" 
Um, but this was a, uh, I was like 18, you know, uh, primed out and, uh, it might've been 17. Uh, it was one of those two, right? And I was, I was about to go out for the military. And, um, so I was playing soccer with this girl at the time and we were like hitting it off all night. So we'd go run some laps and then go play soccer and then go run some laps and then go play soccer. And I just stayed up all night. People were like camping out in the middle of the football field. It was like a relay for life type deal. Mm-hmm. So then there was, a another kid there in the ROTC group. And so I was like, well, one, I have to like one up this kid. Cause he's like the most popular, you know, Uber yeah. check, Captain America type destroy figure. You. So yeah, I was like, I got to destroy him. And mm-hmm. I think he wound up doing like 70 or 80. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I was like, no, I'm just not sleeping tonight. So <laughs> I kept running till my legs gave out. Like physically, yeah, I think I dropped, drive. I think I dropped like eight or nine times, you know, cut my knees all to shit. Uh, then just kept going and kept going. And then dawn came and I'm like, oh, I got like three more laps to go before I hit a marathon. So stayed up all night running while doing soccer. So I don't know how, what the total distance is, but it was like marathon plus, mm-hmm. uh, and then time for flirting and, and all of that. And, uh, Should've just pulled your dong out. <laughs> but no, hey, baby. Relay for life. A lot of children around. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, Every, yeah everyone, the, like, <laughs> yeah, don't do school, that. Whole school was there. They were all asleep though. Um, <laughs> nothing good happens after 3 a.m. Uh, <laughs> so like the day after I was all hyped, I was like, yeah, man, I just fucking ran a marathon. I, uh, was living just in a trailer. fell over and passed yeah, out. Yeah. The two steps to my trailer, I stumbled. I didn't make it to the end of the street. <laughs> I had to turn back around. I'm like, no, I'm done. My, I, I completely blew out every muscle in my leg. I don't think I ran for two weeks after that. Oh, I was recovering. Yeah. But that was, it's a mental thing, though. You yeah, know, like, that, that was a drive. What was it, Bane? I was wondering what would break first, your spirit or your body. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I broke my body. Uh, Usually it's the body that gives out for me. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're old. <laughs> yeah, you look at like um, David Goggins, man. That dude is a machine. He really is a Terminator, man. <laughs> He's like a T-1000. He's unreal. But he has like this division. He has like, you know, it's like Goggins takes over. And he's like, yeah, I'm I'm David. And there's a guy named Goggins. Like, you have your Mr. Hyde. He has one of those that's uh, very palpable. It's insane. I've been telling my son because I think he has Mr. Hyde living in him too. And I'm like, look, man, you got to like train both of them mm-hmm. so they work together. Because Mr. Hyde like is outside of you. Seeing the punches before you do. And, like, he'll be like, yo, left hook, you know? <laughs> and uh, once, you've, once you've trained that, you're, like, unstoppable. Refine the instinct. Yeah, you know, he's, he's like the instinct, like, primal instinct. Mm-hmm. Not the video game. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> also, when I was a kid, I had a, a best friend, uh, Kai, and he would always come to me with, the gimmicks. Like, Is yeah, this the dude that had the fucking spirits following him around? No, no, no. That was uh, it was Travis. <laughs> no, so Kai was like my my Asian friend, and uh, okay, we were always like not really getting in trouble, but like we're just having a little adventurous. And he'd be like, "All right, we're gonna learn yo-yoing." So we mm. we would get some sweet ass yo-yos, and then for over the next like two or three weeks, we just become intermediate yo-yo masters. And then he'd be like, "What was the me? yo-yo with the clutches?" Remember the like real popular mm-hmm. one that came back around? God, I, I know 
we had we had some of those. Yeah, I had one of them. Yeah. I used to like walk the dog and do the fucking triangle thing, and mm-hmm. thought, like thought I was cool with the gas yo yo. Exactly. And we just <laughs> like, this is fucking we'd stupid. roll through these fads. We do like you know yo yos, Rubik's Pogs? cubes. Uh, no, that was that was one when I was like five years old. Oh yeah, about <laughs> yeah, yeah. your twelve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, like hacky sack, whatever hacky it was, sack, yeah. any small dexterous thing, uh, pen spinning. You yeah, know what I, mean? I was uh, in the fucking head shop, the uh, smoke shop, mm-hmm. and you know I was looking for incense, and I was fucking yeah, I got all kinds of like stoner shit in there, and uh, I was like, oh shit, it's fucking hacky sacks, man! Oh my god, <laughs> I almost bought one just to put it on the shelf. Right, I was like, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, but we had this this drive to just master things, dominate meaningless uh, yeah. actions. It's no football. But huh? it was the the thing of like getting better and like being able to do stuff. And then you know you go to school and flex, spinning your pen around and whip out your yo yo. <laughs> like did, did, a half uh, dozen tricks. Did you guys uh, play pencil break, or is that like too old for you? That's too old. Remember Pentech pencils? Mm, probably not. Well, they're just, they're pencils, but they were like uh, rubber. You know, you had like the number two pencils that mm-hmm. would like kind of bend. Right. These were straight wood pencils. Okay. So you play pencil break and you know, they go spend all your fucking money at the school store buying Pentec pencils. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have to hold it and then you flick the, you take oh, your okay. pen and you flick yeah, it. Yeah, and I've then seen it, that. And you just keep flicking it till one of them breaks. Mm-hmm. I had like the champion pen or cha- champion pencil. Made it was all scarred up and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it, it's a. Uh, the games from the past. It's an obsession, like a compulsion. Uh, like all of our basic needs are met, right? But where does it end? Like we will keep pushing ourselves. You'll keep making more <laughs> ingenious devices and technology and refining processes. Is there. A version of heaven you think that will make where everything is either automated or assisted to where we give like the most minimal effort for the maximum output that still like gives merit you know what i mean because we don't want to just we could be innovated and just have tubes and be fed and played virtual reality but we still need wally but we wouldn't be earning anything wally i think there is a a threshold where we still need a minimum level of like I've earned this, you know, yeah. uh, some sort of meritocracy in this life yeah. system. Yeah, I do. I think that um, I know you don't like Andrew Tate, but he had a thing where he was talking about. Uh, I think he was talking to some Aiden Ross mm-hmm. on a podcast, and you know, he's in shape. You know, he's been working out for fucking 30 years or whatever kickboxer so it's just a right something that he does now and uh fucking the other guy aiden ross is kind of just like average pudgy mm-hmm. not fat but like just average you know so he's asking andrew like andrew what's the fastest way to get a, a six-pack and he's like why does it have to be fast why does it have to be easy mm-hmm. why can't it be hard suffering pain that's what gives it worth that's what gives it merit mm-hmm you know, because if it was easy, everybody would have six packs. Yeah, We'd sure. just be walking around six packs in fucking Walmart. Like, yeah, I got a six pack too. It's not impressive. You know, what gives it merit 
is that it's hard to do. Yeah, the the scarcity and adversity of it all. You know, when you see some dude that weighs 230 pounds with a fucking six packs, like, damn, that shit's impressive. Mm -hmm. You see some guy that weighs 130 pounds, it's like, yeah, he's just skinny as fuck. (laughs) So, if you weigh over 200 pounds and you have a six pack, good for you. Because that shit's hard, you know? Even like 185. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's fucking hard, you know? I mean, you weigh 185 right now, right? Yeah. You don't have a sick back. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's not defined anymore. You know, I have I'm one not. big ab. <laughs> you know? I've become butter bodied. I mean, I had a six pack when I was in high school and uh haven't had one since. Yeah, I got I got cut enough to have an eight pack um at that time. But I I've, I've never really gotten much much bigger. Uh, yeah. but I could definitely tell my progress with athletics. Um like I said, I used to do parkour all the time and that was just such a it's hard and it was it was yeah it was hard it's hard it's dangerous you know yeah you, you gotta fuck be... up you just you die or you break every bone <laughs> in your body it's uh like fucking assassin's creed shit man like you gotta be in really good shape to do that you know strong like upper body strength to pull yourself up and you got a strong ass ankles yeah. that's always been my downfalls my ankles Achilles heel. They're kind of, meh. Like, I roll my ankle just walking. (laughs) I'm like, god damn, what the fuck? Yeah, I think uh, playing soccer growing up helped me a lot with that. Um, I mean, I played football, you know, and we're running around all the time. I wore, like, high-top cleats. Mm -hmm. I wear high-top boots. and Like, I will not wear any shoes that are not high-tops because my ankles are like, (laughs) and I'm just gone. Yeah, so what would be your perfect like idealization of what heaven is for you like when you had everything set up right your right amount of adversity your right amount of you know worth your right amount of resources uh, met what does your perfect life look like and what is there to improve beyond that or is there any reason to well i don't want anything for free i don't want anything made for me Unless it's like a sandwich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I like to go out and build things with my hands. I like to, you know, see something that's not there and then make it. You know, like when I built my chicken coop, I built it out of pallets. Mm. They're just pallets. Like there was no structure, you know. Um, and I was like, well, this one's a little bit shorter than that one. There's not a right angle on the motherfucker, you know. I just kind of started screwing shit together and said what happened, but I like that stuff. I like to, you know, I used to build like art pieces out of scrap metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so I showed you the uh, golden snitch I made for my wife out of a trailer yep. hitch. Right. You know, yeah, it was just good. a big pile of shit that I collected, you know, some. Florida's like, got a lot of eclectic yard scrap. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool though. You yeah. know, like. So I just seen a big pile of shit and I stared at it for probably an hour. And I was like, yeah, I wonder what I can make out of this. Till the shit turned gold. Green and I was wings. like, wait a minute. I got this. Cut that off. And I like to make things. I like to do artwork. That's why Etsy's fucking banned me because my artwork was jamming. But, you know, for me, like, uh, my goal one day is to, like, live off grid. Because I don't 
I'm not with technology a whole lot. I mean, I do it for, I use it because we have it yeah. and it's good to set your fingertips. Anything you want to know is like right here, you know? So that's what I use it for. And I only use social media because of this. Right. You know, um, I don't need recognition for anything. Really. I mean, yeah, if you know, hey man, I like your show or. That's a fucking cool chicken coop. All right, thanks. But, you know, it's I know it's good because I built it. You know, um, it's good enough for me anyway. I don't yeah. need, like, somebody being like, oh, man, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Okay, cool, man. You know, or, just like I don't need people telling me that it sucks. I'm like, no, I don't care what your opinion is. I like to do it. It's yeah, fun. You're, for, you're manifesting your own self-worth. It's fun for me. You know, this is fun. That's why I started it, because I wanted to do something that was intellectual and less physical fuck is that a weed eater yeah uh it's not really showing up in the background you'll be okay fucking but you know like if i lived somewhere where it's cool out most of the year cold winter i'd be down for that you know um self-detaining how the fuck you say that shit? Yeah, sustainable. Like sustainable? Yeah. Sustaining. <laughs> like an idiot. Get you a little uh, earth ship. What the fuck is that? It's basically any structure made from recyclable materials that you live in. Like They call them earth ships. Hmm. Like there's uh, some out in Arizona. I think we talked about this before a little bit. Yeah, so they built like homes out of mud and glass bottles and they're... Perfectly ventilated, you know, maintain temperature like the old uh, Adobe homes in mm. you know uh, Southern America. Like so. uh, my wife was watching like Alaskan bush people. That was kind of like, Meh. but then when they really like find a spot and they start building shit and it looks good, I'm like, damn, this is kind of dope, you know? It's like real life Minecraft. Yeah, you know, fucking bunch of Steves running around. And I mean, you, uh, you know, you got your idea about the. Uh, trailer parks made out of connex boxes it's yeah. kind of because something like that you know i mean maybe not like a whole community but i, I just kind of like want to do my own thing but i mean if i was ever to become rich enough to buy a bunch of land that would probably you know delegate like certain areas further away from me <laughs> well so you just um you'd kickstart uh the medieval ages again <laughs> like i'm a lord you are all no, my serfs no not really i mean i would live Towards the back and right, but but uh, elevated above the rest of the people in your fiefdom. No, same, same level. I wouldn't be like, you know, you have to do what I say. So, I would like my brother, right? Would, socialism showing my uh. Well, I mean, if I had enough money, it wouldn't fucking matter because I already own it. You know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I would buy the land and then like. Give yeah, a little piece to my brother, like, hey, man, you know, build whatever you want, put a trailer there. They just call them, like, communal lots or properties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be... Getting popular. It would be, like, a lot of land, though, because I don't want to live next to anybody. So I'd have, like, 500 acres. <laughs> like, okay, I live down at the end, your lot's at the front. Right. <laughs> so you have to drive, like, 20, 45 minutes to get to me <laughs> through a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um. You know, so, you know, I mean, I'd probably give my sister something, even though she's annoying as fuck. But, and, and you know, maybe some close friends, because you want to have, like, you know, I'm a prepper, so you want to have, like, like-minded individuals mm -hmm. 
I have it all walled off. Little town <laughs> inside of it, you know. So I guess your 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 biggest drive, the reason you would want to get better, your like perfect idolization would be uh, an environment that you've achieved, like earned, mm-hmm. where you can facilitate all of the basic necessities for those you care for. Uh, so being able to provide and also to create, like having access and space mm. and resources to have an idea and bring that idea to yeah, fruition. I, I, yeah. I guess if it's like heaven. Well, as know? close to heaven on earth as we can get. Okay. So you're still alive then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah so. I'm talking about the upper, the upper bounds of what we are capable of. Okay. Yeah. I mean, government out of my business. 100%. I live in my little, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. uh, compound. Yep. Or, you know, town or commune. Commune, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And they stay away from me. And they, I don't need their help. You know, um, I think there's this like division in America where like AOC lady. Thinks that like, oh, you know, when's the last time you heard anybody say that the government helped too much? And then the other guy on the other side was like, well, most people don't want the government's help. That's me. But leave me alone. Let me build things. Mm-hmm. Let me make t-shirts Etsy. And I'll be fine. You know, let me have a little bit of creative expression. You know, maybe share that with some people. Yeah. Maybe they give me some money. Maybe I can build my compound. You know, I'm not wanting anybody just to give me a bunch of money. Right. And if they did, I'd probably take it. But, you know, like, I don't want it for free. Like, here, buy some shirts and give me a little bit of money for some shirts. So you have something that I made and I got your money. And, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, capitalism. I was going to say communism. Like, maybe capitalism, you know, at at its base form. I'm creating a thing for you. You're paying for it. No, mm-hmm. we both got something out of the deal. Uh, free market all the way. So, you know, allow me enough space to be able to do what I want when I want. And uh, just pretty much leave me alone. That's that's my idea of of great great day, you know. Bunch of fucking new laws all the time. Don't need that shit. So you are... In your own, like, worldview, in your own self-assessment, are you actively trying to, like, better yourself to get to those positions? I mean, it seems like, you know, got your podcast, you're actively trying to make, you know, outlets for revenue, um, doing more research, right? So you're you're trying to better yourself in every avenue that you can. Um, Keep getting blocked. Yeah. Uh, they don't want me to succeed. The Matrix is after me. Yeah, going to the gym, helping the kids, you're you're bettering, you know, the community, which is like a reflection of yourself at that point, right? I mean, if you can do something to help a kid and they remember that shit, like, that's the thing that, the, the why I do it. I mean, yeah, my son's there and that's mm-hmm. the main reason, but like, the coach is one of my friends. He's doing that shit by himself and there's 25 kids in there. He can't. Yeah. You know, kids get together, they fuck off. Right. We're only there for two hours. So I help him by being another adult. And then when I teach them things and they use it and you see it work and they see it work, they get like that light up face, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for instance, one of the kids, I taught him how, like when you're in the corner, 
in the boxing ring, you know, you wrap the arm, turn them. Now they're in the corner. Yeah. And then he was beating their ass. He did it like flawlessly. We worked on it for like a week. Mm -hmm. And he did it. And then the other coach didn't know that I was teaching him that. And he was like, oh, I like that movement. I was like, that was me, man. I taught him. It was me. He's like, hell yeah. You need to teach all of them that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he got like this, like, oh, did you see me? Did you see me? And I was like, fuck yeah, I saw you, dude. <laughs> you know? So you get that little bit of like mental spark. Yeah. Hey, I showed him that, you know. Eureka moments. And yeah, you know, because you taught them something and then they used it and they're like, oh man, I really appreciate it. You know, not that I need it, but it is. I, I had that happen to nice. me when I was like 14, I think. I uh, went to summer school and was going through like a math course. And for whatever reason, you know, you get like a test in math, 20 questions. The last like five questions are all like the more advanced form of yeah, what you've been hard learning, as fuck. you know, in, in that <laughs> semester or whatever it was. And then, you know, they're the more complex equations. And it was like the last two questions, just the hardest fucking questions you've ever seen that reverse something. They're, they're one of those questions you, you needed a piece that you overlooked before yeah. in order to solve. And uh, I got to the point where I was like really competent in math over this course. And it was, was self-actualized. It wasn't like there's a teacher because of summer school. They're just like, this is your shit. You got to do the test. You and, were uh, good Dave hunting. Yeah, I was, I was good Dave hunting. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a pretty brief spark. I didn't maintain that throughout my entire, you know, ed educational career um, throughout high school. But I remember feeling incredibly like proud it just was like oh, so much gratitude for the work that i'd put in and the level of competence that i had gotten and it it felt good to exercise like i was doing math problems i was just making equations up for me to solve and i'm like damn i can I you were making do this you were making up your own yeah nice you know when like kids ask you like what's four hundred thirty-two thousand times three and you're like god you see you fucking piss me off <laughs> it was <laughs> it was one of those things that's kind of how my daughter is because I suck at math. Mm -hmm. You know, I never, I hated it. I didn't want to learn it. I didn't realize when I was young that, like, math is, like, important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if it's not, like, money or on a tape measure, I ain't no good with it. You you hardly need to go between simple addition, subtraction, for, you know, yeah, even multiplication. Like, even multiplication, I ain't that great, you know. So, I mean, I understand how it works, but I just, like, most people can re remember it. Mm -hmm. from learning it it's like repetition you know so i didn't want to do that so my daughter though she's like fucking trigonometry you know with her freaking i don't even understand it um and like she's in like middle school trying to dad what's this i'm like i don't know <laughs> but you know i'll be like kaylee what's this plus this times this mm -hmm. you know and she'll be like she looks up in the air and she kind of moves her head around and she's like, it's, it's 3,442. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I, I don't remember algebra being taught in elementary school, but it's as, it's as it was, really uh, as like it first like or second grade. Eighth now. grade, eighth grade when, when she was learning it, seventh grade. Algebra is being taught in elementary school at like uh, young grades now. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. My son's like, why do I need to know why X plus is Y? What is Y? I'm like, I don't know. Y is Y. <laughs> I have no idea what fucking Y is. You know, if you tell me what the number is, then I'll get the answer. But I don't know what the fuck X is. Yeah, math is, uh, <laughs> it's, it's its own sort of magic. But, again, it was, it was one of those things where I could 
self-actualize. And um, I know for me, I have such a high drive to do better and it's not even for like recognition or people pleasing, you know, I just, I, I want to do the thing so I can rest easy and know that the thing has been done to the best of my ability. Uh, work. I, I'm, so much so I'm that married to work. you, you do other people's jobs all the time. Yeah. Uh, I'm very much a, <laughs> like a Christ-like figure. I'm like, I'll take the burden. I'll fucking hang on that you cross. Shouldn't. I'll carry it. And, uh, you shouldn't Dave. No, but I, I, I do so. I've got a lot of ideas. I think my self actualization is not too far off from where yours would be for my version of heaven. Uh, well, good, Dave. We can do it together then. Definitely, definitely. Yep. come on, fuckers, make us rich. <laughs> Patreon, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> help us out a little bit. Yep. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to. Um, I get there eventually. We've got this like drive to you know mankind's reach exceeds our grasp you know really popular phrase and that can be a bad thing sometimes for sure for sure there's a there's an old like don't be reaching out into the fucking stars and grasping some bullshit and bringing it back please and there was a an old like chant as a piece from a song that was really popular like the mid-2000s it was like do the impossible see the invisible row row fight the power i don't know if you ever heard it but it was like internet meme quality material i think it mm. came from uh an anime or video game or something uh but do the impossible see the invisible i think that innovation is only speculation until it's proven all right yep. you have a lot of theories and then you go test those test your hypothesis and uh you know we we make these discoveries these advents that change our entire understanding you know the last hundred years uh our concept of reality has been completely shattered several times over and uh, we're still reaching. We're still growing. We're still getting smarter. We're still getting potentially fitter. Are we? I mean, people like me and you are. Well, there's, but there's a whole bunch of like idiocracy happening out there right now. Yeah. If you think about us as like um, a pyramid, right? And there are some pioneers at the very top of the pyramid. There are plenty of us towards the lower end of the pyramid. I think that right now, that pyramid is definitely getting a little bit broader, you know? At the bottom? Yeah. Definitely. Less less isometric. Mm. Um, There's a whole so, bunch of stupid people in the world that don't care to be any smarter and just want things for free. Yeah. So yeah the, the point at the top is, is pretty slim. Um but it's still there. Like they're, yeah. they're still spearheading innovation and, and technology discoveries. Even like philosophy, we're having a resurgence of what it means to do anything, you know, you know, speculation on our existence. And like, we didn't have therapists, you know, four or 500 years ago, that wasn't ever a thing. So there's a lot of introspection uh, that's happening across the board on like a macro and a micro level. So we're, always uh, in a process and we have the resources available to us to become literally the best versions of ourselves that could ever have existed in history you know it's like, like way easier now too i think yeah as far as like the mental part even just hundreds of years ago the average height for people was like five three five four because yeah. they didn't have access to proper food and nutrients and training and now we got like 
you know, six foot seven linebackers that are three hundred pounds with fucking abs and yeah, just, you got wrestlers. If you were that to... are seven foot tall, fucking just ridiculous big. Dude. Yeah, I mean, if you were to slap chainmail on them back, you know, uh, at eleven hundred oh, yeah. AD, oh, yeah. they'd literally throw people around the battlefield. It would be awesome. <laughs> it would it would be awesome. Uh, but we're we're always like peaking. You know what I mean? We're reaching new new heights and valleys. Uh, the Olympics, you know, there's constantly having to reinvent what the new furthest metric is uh, because we keep doing incredible, impossible things, just our bodies alone, you yep. know, so. New, new training methods and, and, you know, high altitude masks to make it where you don't get as much air when you're running so you can run further when you, you know, it's just insane the, the level of technology that exists now. So then the, the next question is when we've when we've peaked with our primarily I think it'd be physical at this point but it's not necessarily the case because say you know you you have a perfect body you got the the Bruce Wayne Batman complex right he's the most peak human specimen that there is uh as far as mental capacities and physical when you're Bruce Wayne uh you're going to get your ass beat by cyborg so yeah. when we cyber start, fucking like broke his back or something. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, that was Wolverine. Never mind. When we start modifying ourselves with technology to expand our capabilities, Bane broke his back. Uh, yeah, because he's all juiced up on venom, so he had an outside, which is basically steroids. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had outside help. Um, but when we reach this peak and we augment ourselves with technology, what does that say about the rest of human achievement? Because now, if I've got a bodybuilder. That can throw up, or you know, strong man. I know there's those touchy topics for mm. back and forth, but uh, we have a strong individual, right, who can push like 600 on bench, which is like a lot. And then you get some Mortal Kombat jacks, dude, right? Guy could weigh 150 pounds wet, throw some cyborg arms on him, and now he's also repping 600 for an hour. It's like, okay, well, you didn't earned that that's an augmentation mm -hmm. that's not peak human that's like, human ingenuity at work um so i think we're gonna we're gonna see a, a diversion between that specific thing especially in sports uh in the next couple decades laser ball <laughs> laser ball i mean there's <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of new territory that we explore uh, but there's also the concept of uh just our interactions um, so going over this, I took some notes down. Uh, humanity will be enhanced in time and space, but also like relocated across time and space. For example, because I'm on Twitter or Skype, I can already be visibly present elsewhere, speaking and responding in a thousand different places mm. across time and space. Right? Post now. LOL. Did you guys see last episode of Will and Grace? Not that they're relevant, but that message that I put forth in the world. Again, immediately is seen by maybe a million people mm -hmm. at that moment. So I've shared a connection with a million people. It's never been the case before. Um, nope. You know, you used to even like you could send a letter to someone or you could put on a poster or something like that. So that's a, a form of dialogue and communication, but it takes time. It's, you know, dependent on the circumstance that they see it or read it or whatever. Um, so we're... Becoming more homogenous 
across distance and across time for being able to affect things. What happens when we get our brains augmented with some hardware and now we're able to mentally project ourselves in several different places at a time. We're able to have compartmentalized dialogue. Mm. You know, a version of me is right now having this podcast with you. Another version of my consciousness could be over there at work, right? Working in a robot body, doing this something else. And then the third version of my consciousness could be out surfing out in Hawaii with my new, you know, uh, aquatic guild body that's been genetically modified to shred the most ultimate waves. It's just like uh, so it'd still be avatar me. kind of situation, right? Where where you like if you take your your consciousness, but you're able to <coughs> fragment it or experience different <coughs> layers of augmented reality. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think I want to. That that kind of throws the the human experience, the humanity of it out the window. I mean, I don't really like humanity, but I don't think I would want to do that. I mean, my reality is pretty simple. And the one that I want to end up being in is extremely simple. You know, I think that, like, if you want something, you have to, like, do it. You have to work for it. You know, somebody is not going to do it for you. Um, that's kind of why I'm the way I am. I'm not going to do other people's shit because... It's your shit, you know? Uh, you got to take care of yourself, your family. I don't want to go taking care of other people's families. I don't want to split my consciousness, you know, because, I mean, I have enough hard enough time just living in this reality. I couldn't imagine. I, I just think there would be problems for me, anyway, because I don't, like, have ADD or anything, but... Sometimes it's hard to focus on shit, you know, especially when there's a bunch of other stimulus. Yeah. Like, I don't do good with stimulus. You know, so, like, is the guild surfer guy going to bleed <laughs> into my work conscious? And then I'm like, I'm fucking surfing my ass off. And then some guy's <laughs> asking me a question, and I'm like, what? You know, is it going to fuck up my game? Or, you know, I don't know, because nobody it's, knows. It, no, it's new new territory, but it's, it's on the realm of, like, possibility now. Like, our fundamental experience of life. Crazy, dude. Uh, and all of reality could be drastically changed very, very soon. You imagine there being like a Bill and Ted thing where they go and get a bunch of people from the past and bring them here now. I mean, Bill and Ted was in like the 80s, mm -hmm. and they brought them to the 80s, and they're all like, oh, well, you know, imagine them bringing them here now. I wonder why Bill and Ted never got Tesla. Make a new Bill and Ted and bring Tesla back. <laughs> Tesla, Tesla. He'd come back and see the cars and be like, this isn't mine. Right. I didn't build this stupid thing. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know, dude. I don't think I would want to be augmented. Maybe physically. Or, you know, I guess I, if you were physically, then you'd have to be have it tied into your nervous system and be able to use it. Yeah. Kind of makes me think of like Doc Ock. You know, he made those things and put them into his body and then like, they like made him go crazy and yeah, yeah, they. Uh, I don't know, man. In the I comics, think... they had their own sort of personality and drive. I guess if it happened, and a bunch of whole a whole bunch of people were like getting Jack's arms and and all that kind of stuff, you know, you would almost have to. Are you falling behind the curve? Because then they would be way fucking stronger than you. Like right now, in the normal world that we live in at this moment, mm -hmm. I'm usually stronger than everybody. You know. 
average people. Like yeah. I, I can usually be because I'm so much bigger and weigh so much more and I'm just stronger. Right. So I have the advantage, even though I don't try to, you know, um, it's just natural. Uh, some skinny fucker with Jack's arms is probably going to beat my ass, you know, so I guess it would, for me, it would depend on how many was getting it. And if, like, there's, like, dudes with Jack's arms walking down the road in the, the ghetto, I, I might need some Jack's arms to make it level, you know, make yeah, it even. For reference, uh, we're, we're talking about uh, Jax, the character from the Mortal Kombat games, who has some, like, robotic arms. Yeah. Yeah, he had, like, fucking cyborg arms. You know, so if there's a bunch of that shit going on, which, I mean, it would be so nice to have bionic knees and mm-hmm. bionic shoulder and not be in pain anymore, but... I, I live. I would live with the pain, other than than be experimented on. You know. Yeah, so you're you're going to be in the the older echelon um, that values the human Thanks, experience. Dave. I'm old now, huh? I'm talking my fat the, too. <laughs> the, the antiquated, the traditional, right? The the human experience, the drive, the suffering. The Dave wants to be uh, Borg again for everyone. He's like, yes, yeah, sign me up right now. Yeah, but I mean, you wouldn't want your peak anything to just be given to you right you you value the progression i would want to get it myself no matter what it is you know you don't want to be instantly the best chess player well uh, no i don't want to just upload some shit the matrix i mean it would be it would be cool i know kung fu yeah it would be fucking cool to just be like and then there it is but i mean there's guys that study their whole life kung fu before they're a a grand master Mm -hmm. you know they're 50 fucking years old or 60 years old before they're considered a grandmaster and they've been studying it since they were like four you know then you ask any of them and there's there's still more to learn yeah they're just extremely humble and shit and i just think that if like being humble is not very common these days you know Every, everyone's trying to flex and everybody thinks their that egos. their egos are big they're fucking Sense of entitlement's huge, you know. Um, so just imagine those people with some fucking Jack's arms. No, I mean, I'm much stronger than you. Well, you have robot arms, dumbass. Of course you are. Yeah, you know? I think I, I shot and buried my ego a couple of years ago. I've never had one that's, you know, too large. It occasionally gets away, but uh, it's usually when I'm riding that high of success that I've I've instituted for myself. Yeah, I try not to have one. For instance, like I went to Wawa this morning and there's some lady locked her keys in her car, you know, and there's like four dudes over there trying to help her. So I'm like, well, oh, she's got help. And yeah. You know, so I go in there and get the drinks, buy the sandwich. They're still not in there. And then these guys have left now. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they didn't try very fucking hard. So I never want to do anything, you know, so I just yeah. I go get in the car. The reluctant I'm, hero. I go get in the car, and I'm like, she's over there just like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, fuck. I'm like really good at getting in cars, man. <laughs> so, and she had a coat hanger and shit. And uh, I always got a bunch of shit in my car for prepper reasons, knives and, yeah. you know, crowbars and shit. So I go over there, and I'm like, hey, lock your keys in the car. And she's like, yeah, I've had like four people. They can't get in. I'm like, I'm going to give it a shot. So I go over to the car, get the crowbar pry the door open, take her thing, not like open, yeah. but you know, enough to get the, 
coat hanger in there. I'm fiddling around. Unlock. All right. Have a nice day. Yep. Oh my God. Thank you so much. That was amazing. I'm like, well, I wasn't always a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never stole cars, but, you know, I've had to break into my own car a bunch of times. Watch Gone in 60 Seconds, like a whole bunch. Yeah, I've seen that movie a bunch of times. Yep. But, you know, I just, uh, I don't think that people would, their, their ego would get out of control with, with augmentation, and, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It reduces the, the merit of all of it. You know? The merit, the humanity, the, you know, they would just be ridiculous. Just walking around just ridiculous. They're already ridiculous, so they would just be even more ridiculous now. And now... If you don't have augmentation, you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Like right, as it stands now, some dude's a dickhead, an entitled asshole. I can tell him that, and he can't beat me up, so it's just over, you know. Right. Uh, he has Jack's arms. Bam! It's over with. Now I lost. You know. So yeah, we're we're constantly like careening towards either this this heaven or this hell. It depends on how I like to the live pendulum in the swings. Yeah, but I think there's going to be like a, an advent horizon for humanity. Or some new technology or cultural shift just pushes us over the ledge one way or the other. Uh, and I don't know what it's going to look like, but... Uh, but you're down to be in it, huh? Down to be in it, man. Fuck that. I want, I want to ride through. I think that's, that's why if I had the option of immortality, I'd take it just to see how this, this shit plays out. I don't think I would. I mean, I I would want to live for a while. I think it would be like, you know, interview with vampire. I've lived for thousands of years and then it just gets boring after a while. Yeah. But anyway, we had a whole episode on yep. that. Um, wrap up, Dave. Okay. Uh, in summary, don't stop being better. All right, you can train, you can practice, you can hypothesize, you can introspect. You can actually get off the couch and fucking do something. Unplug your phone. You know, put it down. Fucking go outside. I I think that, you know, nature is like a great thing. And nobody even, they just walk past it on their fucking phone, just... Wallies everywhere, bunch of fat people. Yeah, I think a lot of our our self esteem and self worth is derived from other people's uh, opinions of us. And when you really focus and you put the effort into bettering yourself, whether that's going to the gym or practicing your favorite, uh, you know, downtime activity, be the best sewer that you could be, whatever it is. Um, Sew the fuck out of that shit, man. <laughs> you you start generating your own self worth, and it's something that no one else can take from you. You know you you know because you've done, you've gained, you've you know sweat, bled, cried your way to uh, whatever position of competence uh, that you reach, and no one can take that from you. Try some new things, man. Get some hobbies. You know, paint something. I mean, you never know; it might be worth millions one day. I mean, have you seen Picasso's? They're fucking hideous, dude. They're so stupid. <laughs> People think they're the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I could paint that shit right now. Just, uh, stay hungry. and uh, You gotta stay hungry. 
when you're dancing in the dark. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. And on that note, cue the music. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Run for trouble! Trouble!